A friend texted me RIP Stan Lee today. My heart sank. I desperately wanted to find out that it wasn't true, that it was misreporting, maybe just even a, a mean prank. So I quickly Googled, hoping I'd find a news story or a, a tweet from Stan Lee saying, the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated, true believers. But as I'm sure you know, you probably have heard the news, that's not what I found. Um, Stan Lee passed away today. So it, it's, it's awful news to find out that someone that I have looked up to and idolized for the majority of my adult life, almost literally longer than I can remember, a man whose creations I've spent the vast majority of my life obsessing over and dreaming about had passed away. I was crushed when I found out the news. While Stan didn't create superheroes, the concept of the superhero, his work furthered the genre more than anyone else. I don't think anyone would debate that fact. Without him and his mind, it's quite possible that the comic industry simply would not have survived to today. It might sound like hyperbole, but I think it's safe to, safe to say that without Stan, uh, I would be a very different person than I am today. Uh, nearly everything that I have loved in my entire life was either directly created by Stan Lee or is heavily inspired by his works and his legacy. Uh, comics and Stan Lee's characters themselves helped form my young imagination. My creative drive really exists because I grew up imagining things that Spider-Man could do, uh, things he might say, different ways that his costume might look. Um, the, the works of Stanley really opened my young mind. I, uh, I would encounter big words in the comics that I read as a young child and would look them up. I would be very excited to add these words to my growing vocabulary. And in fact, in a couple instances, I found out years later down the road that I'd been mispronouncing a couple of those words because I'd simply never heard anyone say them out loud. I had only read them in comic book form and I only read them in uh, Stan's column. Um, so, you know, it really kind of uh, made me kind of the person that I, that I was and that I, that I am today. By the time I was a youngster, Stan was already a, a larger than life character. He was the uh, talking head in my comic book issues where he'd kind of pop in and explain what happened to Spider-Man and Peter Parker last month. Um, maybe he was holding court in his Stan's Soapbox editorial column. Uh, his, his voice was forever imprinted on my young mind as the narrator of the 2000 Spider-Man video game and of course its sequel as well. Um, when I was young, I owned a copy of Stan Lee's Mutants, Monsters, and Marvels on a DVD. It's this excellent feature-length interview of Stan Lee conducted by Kevin Smith, and I would watch that thing over and over and over again. I just wanted to learn everything that I could about the man that was Marvel Comics to me. As I grew older, I uh, came to appreciate Stan's ideals and his thoughtfulness just as much as his bombastic characters and exciting plot lines. 
I, I learned that Silver Surfer was Stan's uh, favorite comic to write, which uh, if you know anything about the characters he created, it's, it's one of the, the lesser known heroes. Still incredibly popular, but it's no Spider-Man, it's no, it's no Captain America. And he liked Silver Surfer so much because it was essentially his, uh, his philosophical outlet. The Silver Surfer was a character viewing our world from the outside, so he was able to, and he by extension Stan, was able to point out all the hypocrisy that he saw in our world. Stan created the X-Men uh, partly as a metaphor for discrimination, uh, which, was an which was an especially brave thing to do in the 1960s. Stan was always a, a staunch defender of, of really anyone different from others. He denounced racism and bigotry uh, in his soapbox column, topics that he could have very easily just avoided entirely. No one would have faulted him for that, but instead he decided to face them head on and, uh, and, and be a strong voice in opposition of those things. It's really something special to find out that your hero that you've looked up to your entire life is, is also a good and decent person. That's not always the case. One of my biggest regrets is that I never had the chance to meet Stan Lee in person. I've attended a fair number of comic book conventions in my lifetime, but somehow, somehow I've never ended up at one uh, that Stan Lee was also at. I have this great piece of art hanging on my wall in my game room, and it's it's essentially a, a picture of Stan Lee of, of his face, and he's surrounded by all of his characters, everything that he has created. It's it's essentially a, a literal who's who of Marvel Comics, and, and it's very striking. I really, really love the piece, and my intention, of course, was always to, if I was ever at a convention that he was going to be at, I was going to have him sign that piece of art. Um, unfortunately, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed seeing everyone's uh, posts on social media of their photos of them with Stan and their stories, but it, it, it makes me kind of heartbroken that I'll never actually get a chance to, to have one of those of my own now. I heard about Stan's passing while I was at work, and, and on the drive home, alone in my car, I, I cried. Uh, tonight I've been watching old Stan Lee interviews and really grieving um, when the, the death of a public figure affects us like Stan's death has affected me. It's easy to tell yourself that, you know, you're just being silly, that you need to get over it, uh, but, but your feelings are, are valid. It, it is grief that you are going through. I didn't know Stan personally, but... I've spent more time with him than I have a lot of my family members through his, through his writing, through his voiceover, through his, his, his lectures that he's done. So I, I really came to, to know Stan. A comment that I saw online kind of put it best that it's sort of as like we all collectively lost our awesome grandpa who loved to tell really, really cool stories. So don't shut yourself down about grieving for celebrities like this, about grieving for Stanley, the connection is real and it is okay to grieve. If there's one solace in this, you know, terrible day with, with this terrible news, it's the Stanley's legacy will, uh, will continue on through his body of work. 
Characters he created will invariably outlive all of us. In the future, writers that haven't even yet been born will be pinning Spider-Man tales, and honestly, that's a pretty beautiful thought. Stan created modern-day mythology. What Odysseus was to the Greeks, Captain America is to Western civilization. The characters of Stan Lee have grown larger than I think Stan could have ever imagined, and they show no sign of stopping. Author and, and neuroscientist David Eagleman has a famous quote about death. He says that there are three different deaths. The, the first death is when your body ceases to function. The second death is when you are put into your grave. And, and the final death is sometime in, in the future. It's the moment when your name is spoken for the last time. And if that's the case, then Stanley will never truly die. Excelsior.